But uh, I, we're here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome to Trick or Tea. Mm-hmm. Your favourite, uh, I don't want to say weekly, but um, <laughs> whenever we want to upload paranormal spooky comedy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I like it. I like having the power. I know. I'll- it kind of pe- keeps people like on their toes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll do it when I feel like it, because it's our yeah. fucking podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, and this is the way towards uh, podcast success, clearly, is to have a sporadic upload schedule. Absolutely. <laughs> as long as we let you know when the new episode's up, I'm pretty sure you're not bothered. It's it's just like a little extra treat every so often, like you're not expecting it, and then boom, new episode, here you go, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. You're definitely but, fucking welcome. <laughs> but we will try and uh, be more frequent soon enough when um, we're not in a crippling global pandemic and there is no motivation to do anything not to depress (laughs) anyone but you know that's kind of what it's gotten to um so anyway um this is it yeah this is all you're getting it's just two men sad talking about (laughs) (laughs) very sad men no we're not sad we're all good um but yeah yeah everyone's a little bit bummed because uh can't go on holiday yeah, that's uh, well. I think for and, me, uh, the the little little bit that we could maybe do is the slam dunk festival that we like to do every year. Yeah, and, we um, enjoy the the popular punk rock bands that uh, your kids probably know. Yep, not you because you're old, <laughs> but <laughs> we're literally like probably probably the oldest people there when we go. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I don't know. I still like to. Chuck on a pair of vans and pretend that I'm 21, when in fact I am 22. <laughs> nah, I'm only kidding. I'm 28, but you know what? Fuck it. I see. That's I already f- I feel my age when I go down there because I'm the one that sits <laughs> at the back with a glass of water. <laughs> I'm just like I know <laughs> it's quite funny. And to be fair, you're the one that always organised the. The, the Airbnb and stuff, so it's kind of like you've took on the, the, dad, the dad role. role. And I drive you down. And you drive us down in, in a little minivan. <laughs> yeah! So, I said, so yeah, everyone else that comes with us gets to kind of act out and uh, pretend to be younger than they actually are. But <laughs> then again... I'm a fucking middle-aged ages... man. <laughs> I know. But, listen, age is just a number. This is true. I've taken up skateboarding... <laughs> Well, there you go. You're never... At the age of 31. Nah, see, I, I think things like skateboarding and that is pretty universal. Like, I live pretty close to the skate park, and every time we go past, mm-hmm. there's, like, little kids, and then there's, like, people that are well older than us. And it's kind of nice to see everyone just kind of sharing the park. Yeah, that's true. You I know? mean, <clears throat> I think my neighbours are really confused, because uh, they just see me, like, <laughs> rolling about on my skateboard in the back garden, like, morning! <laughs> I like, love that. Mate. I love that. <laughs> And um, little cats are watching you from the window, judging you. Oh, no, they, they're they right there. They love the skateboard for some reason. They're just watching, like, what's he going to do? Mm. Is he going to fall? <laughs> Let's see. Fucking arseholes. Have you fallen yet? Um, <laughs> no, I fell in the house when I first got it, because <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea to try a manual in the living room. <laughs> Why not? Um, yeah. Hell yeah. I, Absolutely. And the cats were just like literally swarming me, being like, "Are you okay?" Well, I'm like, ah. 
Like, um, OMG, Dad, what's happened? You've fallen yeah. over. How's your little arm? Are you okay? Is it broken? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's literally nine in the morning. Mary's still asleep. And <laughs> tried skateboarding in the living room. Fucking idiot. Oh, God. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Um, so, yeah, we're here um, to talk about uh, paranormal stuff, I guess. Sorry, I don't have a smoother transition into that, but that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna skate on into ghosts. Oh, no, don't there you go. There you go. No. Well, what I was trying to say when uh, you jumped in and <laughs> made us confess how old we are. <laughs> what I meant by everyone's a little bummed because they can't really go on holiday this year, mm. and we can't go to hotels and go to little B and Bs and you know little holiday homes. So oh. we thought we would talk about some. Uh, Terrifying haunted ones. Oh, I ruined your segue. I'm sorry. You really did. See, now that I've said it, you're kind of like, oh no, that would have been good. What dickhead. And I'm kind of trying to wrap this up. We're already six <laughs> minutes in. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Has anyone ever stayed in a hotel that's probably been haunted? Most likely. Mm. I love how I ask as if to be like, everyone's, it's like a Q&A. Oh, I just got a text. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You can totally, totally let us know. But uh, to be honest, I don't think I have. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know if I have either. Actually, um, I remember when I was on holiday in Florida with my sister, my mum, and dad. My mum mm. and dad stayed in a haunted hotel, and let my sister and I stay in a separate hotel because they thought we'd be scared. And I'm really annoyed that I didn't get to stay with them. <laughs> like that would have been so much cooler. Wait, so was it like a novelty thing where you could actually, they were very well aware that the hotel was haunted and it's like, yeah, come and stay. Or was it like, yeah, just, oh yeah, it's haunted by the way. So just so you know. Yeah, it's like, there's a lot of hotels in America that are like, stay here because there's all these spooky things. And it's not like, Uh, you know, Halloween stuff. It's just like, come here and you might see something. And I don't (laughs) think they actually did. But yeah, I was a bit bummed that they made us stay in like a, Holiday Inn while they stayed in this random haunted hotel. I love that. But see, this is the thing, like, see when you look at, like, Holiday Inns and that, they're probably the most spookiest, kind of, Mm. because it's very just, like, you know, your box standard kind of, like, stay here. But, you know, that's they're normally places where some spooky weird stuff goes down because everyone stays there. At one point, exactly. The murders and, you know, the the whatnots, the, the... Satanic rituals. Yep, we all love a satanic ritual. We've all tried, and don't say you haven't, because you have. (laughs) (laughs) Right, you want to throw yourself in? I'll jump on in. So, let's start in Canada. Yay! Sorry, Canada. Uh, Don't want (laughs) to insult any of our Canadian listeners. So, this is Banff Springs Hotel in Alberta, Canada. Um, So... This hotel was styled after a Scottish bar Barno Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> it's bar- Barnell Castle. Um the Banff Springs Hotel in Alberta, Canada is one of Canada's great railway hotels and reportedly was one of the most haunted buildings in the country. Hmm. Oh. So here's the ghost. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna try really hard not to trip over my words, but you know I'm gonna. <laughs> so the uh, so there was a bride, obviously. Yep. <laughs> so there was a bride who fell down the stairs. 
Mm. And she broke her neck after panicking when her dress caught fire. Wait, so, well, probably not the best way to start <laughs> a wedding. Like, no. if she caught fire for whatever reason. <laughs> um, so she often seen in the ballroom. She's often seen in the ballroom dancing with flames coming from the back of her dress. Oh, that's cool. Um, a family were murdered in room eight seven three. Um, the door to this room has since been bricked up, which is terrifying because yep. some weird stuff's always going on there. Yep. But the family can still be seen in the hallway outside the room. Oh. There's not really much info on the family, but I don't know. I'm kind of imagining like a nuclear family kind of situation here. Yeah. But well, I wonder what happened. Like, ugh, Not very well researched. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, can I just go back to the woman that was on fire? It just... I'm not a big fan, but it makes me think of the Hunger Games dress scene. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, little Katniss Evergreen. Oh, Everdeen. Catching fight. I know. I'm taking the pass. I was. I was <sighs> trying to. Tri- I was trying to. I was trying to trigger the Hunger Games fans. <laughs> Listen, I <laughs> when the third movie came out, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually quite a big Hunger Games fan back then, and we went to the cinema and watched all the movies back to back in the cinema before nice. the third one came on at midnight. So I'm a I was a Hunger Games stan. Mm. I think I'm using that terminology right. I think that's that's what young people say when they mean they love something. I think is it that is. right? Yep. Right. Um, um yeah. <laughs> well So I can I, I can make fun of them all I want. Yeah, I can I was the opposite. I was that dickhead that watched <laughs> Battle Royale when he was younger. And totally. then when Hunger Games came out, was like, that's such a fucking rip-off! And I refused to watch it for ages because of that. Yeah, no, I, I did kind of feel that, obviously, there were there were a couple tiny similarities to... I'm joking, it's like, bitch, literally the exact same thing. Yeah. But um, who knows? All these big... Oh, I'm going to end up getting controversy here. I was going to say, all these big, big book series are kind of taken from somewhere. Am I right, Stephanie Meyer? Wait, is that... the she wrote the Twilight. She books. wrote them. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh. not going to say it, but if you know, you know. Oh yes, yes. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know. Anyway, um, um, anyway, back to the bloody ghosts. So there's oh, a few God. ghosts which I'm kind of living for because I love the idea of there being like a haunted house or a haunted hotel, and there's a bunch of different ghosts because it gives me like. Murder House, American Horror Story vibes, where there's yep. just a whole bunch of ghosts in one place, and they just have to hang out. Yep, you know, die you can see them all walking. Like, wa- <laughs> yeah, you can see them all walking along the street to the building that they haunt on uh, <laughs> November first, in the morning of November first, after they've been taunting the streets for Halloween. Oh, oh my God, yes. I'm not wording this properly, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. How they say that on Halloween, like ghosts can leave the place they're haunting to. Galavan. That that episode was really sad. The Mm -hmm. American Horror Story episode. Oh yeah. But Mm -hmm. you know the Halloween episodes. The Halloween special episode for every season of American Horror Story is top tier. Yeah. The goal line. Um, So anyway. (laughs) And finally, there was a former bellman, Sam McCauley, who served at the hotel during the 60s and 70s. What a time. Mm. Um, and still likes to help out guests in their room. 
<laughs> um, so dressed in his 60s uniform, if you try to tip tip him or make conversation, he disappears. Well, that's fucking rude. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's selfless. I guess you know? so. He wants to help, but he just doesn't still, want to tip. But it's funny how they're like, if you try and make, if you try and tip him or make conversation, that's me. <laughs> literally, if anyone, literally, anyone tries to talk, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Hey, I'm so out. how's your day been? You've gone. I just disappear in like a little flutter of smoke, like just float away, <laughs> sparkles, rainbows, everything. Boom, and I'm gone. And a little, um, a little puff of smoke. Not how I didn't say poof. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, So the current situation is uh, now part of the Fairmont chain of luxury hotels. The Mm. Bam Spring is also known as the Castle in the Rockies and still remains a landmark in the town of Banff, Alberta and remains a popular year-round resort. So you can go and stay there anytime you want, but just don't tip or make conversation with the uh, staff because apparently they disappear. And don't get married there because you'll catch fire. <laughs> Sorry, so it looks like I'm just on my phone, but I just want to check if this hotel has been on an episode of Knock Knock Ghost, my favourite uh, uh, spooky TV show that I always talk about. Still haven't so actually watched it, but I always remember when I used to come around to your house, like it was just always on the TV. Yeah, we, we had it on all the time. Constant. <laughs> Like, yeah, it was just, it's just that perfect, like, it's really, like, flamboyant, silly, but it's also really scary, and I love the presenters. I think I told you that one of them was on, like, a review episode of RuPaul. Um, I think so. Yeah, so uh, her drag name is Wilma Fingerdo. I wow. can't actually, I can't remember what her action like his name is, but um, mm. yeah, no, honestly, I say it all the time, but Not Not Ghost is just easy viewing and it's scary as fuck. So watch it. Well, see, this is the thing, like, because I, I would, I seem that, well, you saying that it's kind of like fun spooky, and mm. I'm like, all right, I could put that on in the evening and just chill and watch it, but then I'm like, nah, because it's probably going to be well scary. Like that episode that you had on, that episode that you had on that time where they were in the. It's like Prison? the mental institution. Yeah. The mental institution. And someone walked past the bloody door and they caught it clear as day on film. I was like, nope. And again, yeah. <laughs> we literally host a paranormal podcast, but I'm also <laughs> when it's when it's right there, I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. I'll watch yeah. all the horror movies under the sun and listen to every ghost story, but when I'm actually faced with something, I'm like, <laughs> nah, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> See, I've said this before, but as soon as we're out of lockdown, we're allowed to go. I'm like, I'm booking our accommodation for Slam Dunk in a haunted hotel. So I mean, I'd be down for that because that. that would ju- that would just be funny. <laughs> I just heard Mary say no. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know she's gonna love it, and you've got your little ghost box now, so we can. I, oh, can't wait to use it. Honestly, no, we can just. Are you too scared to use it in the house? Yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I would be too. I would be as well. Like, I will only do it externally. Like, actually, mm-hmm. I, I never thought, like I've told you before, that there's uh, there's a witch's coven behind our house, and there's like there's a not, witch's but... stone. Don't you dare. <laughs> I will look at it. <laughs> I just like to wind them up, because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I kind of want to take the ghost box to the witch's stone, which is where they did like f- fertility rituals, um, oh. which is apparently behind our house somewhere, and see if I hear anything from them. We spooky Love gals. That. What a journey. <laughs> Imagine I put the ghost box on and you just heard, bitches be witches. <laughs> oh. I just switch it off. We're, we're the witches you couldn't burn. <laughs> We are the weirdos, mister. (laughs) Lord Jesus, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it on the podcast because I'm not going to shit all over something that someone has worked very hard on, but also, (laughs) the craft legacy was shit. Oh, yeah. 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 The follow-up to, the follow-up movie to the craft is just not even worth it. 98 minutes of your time. That's all I'm going to say about it, because again, someone worked very hard to make that movie, yeah. and the acting is <sighs> passable. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where are we going on holiday next? Where's our next hotel? Take our us next, to the hotel. Our next hotel is in New York, New York. Um, what a place. Well, it's actually, it's a house. It's not a hotel. I'm sorry. Um, well, I guess you probably, could Airbnb it, though. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's probably Airbnbs all over that bastard. But, uh, I mean, it's called the House of Death, so I don't know how popular... (laughs) Actually, it'd probably be really popular. Um, Those dark tourists, you know what they're into. So... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I just had a big thing of pasta. Thank you, Mary. Right, I'm diving right into this one. So... Built in 1856 in Greenwich Village, the House of Death seems to have started earning its reputation gradually after the Borman family stopped living there. Um, Can I just say, first of all, the house is fucking beautiful. It looks like the flat from Friends, you know, that sort of red brick building. Yeah. It's like, it's absolutely gorgeous. So... Um, yeah, there's first recorded an incident of bad luck, which happened in 1897. So this house not only has ghosts there, but it's really cursed as well, apparently. So um, a cycling celebrity from 1897 uh, called <laughs> Fred Andrew, um, the new owner and occupier of 14 West 10th Street, had a moment of bad luck. During his residency, Andrew had a moment of reckless bicycle riding that caused him to hit a boy around eight years old. Um, The boy suffered a broken leg and Andrew was subsequently arrested. So that's the first thing that happened and then lots of other kind of accidents and bad things started happening. So um, the house's most famous tenant was an American writer named Mark Twain. Was very famous apparently. Not related to Shania before you even go there. Alright. <laughs> well maybe. Could yeah. be like a distant relative. <laughs> That's true. Let's go, girls. <laughs> um oh. <laughs> so he only lived there for over twelve months, or little over twelve months, I should say. Um Twain was a complete skeptic of the supernatural, yet he wrote of a paranormal experience he had. So one evening he, it's kind of stupid, but he uh, witnessed a large piece of wood kindling move in the air all by itself. Oh my! Um, so Spooky, okay. 
in the early 1900s when you see a piece of wood flying in the air was your first reaction um i'd probably be like are you <laughs> are you doing that is there like little <laughs> strings attached to that is this like a little pipette well he shot it <laughs> <laughs> He took out his handgun and shot bang, the piece bang. of wood. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. He said that a few drops of blood came out of the wood when he did it, but he said he thought it was a, like rats were taking it, but why would rats be flying in the air? So Well, I don't know. Have you heard I don't seagulls? know about that. <gasps> oh, they are the... F- well, yeah, they're fucking... They are the rats of the sky. Leith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I lived in Leith. They circle you everywhere you go. Terrifying. Yeah. They're um, so big. Yeah, they're they're proper scavengers as well. They just fucking want blood. Or oh, yeah. bread. Mostly bread. Or um, wood, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Not while I'm taking a sip. <laughs> Caught you off guard while he's sipping his tea. <laughs> yeah, tea, definitely. Sipping my tea, me too. Mm-hmm. So he... Um, Twain apparently can still be seen roaming the stairwell of the House of Death. Um, other occupants have seen his ghost trudging up and down the stairs, uh, commonly considered the most haunted section of the home, and he may also be responsible for marching sounds that have been heard everywhere in the vacated parts of the house. So he's just walking about the place, essentially. Just um, really, He's just attention-seeking, if you ask me. Yeah. Storming about. Stomping his little feet up and down the stairs. Like, there's nothing more editing, to be honest. <laughs> Mumbling about rats. <laughs> Where are the fucking rats? <laughs> Shooting innocent pieces of wood that are flying around. <laughs> that apparently bleeds. I didn't know that wood bleeds. No, I didn't either. Um, but <laughs> apparently one notable encounter with Twain was reported in the late 1930s. Um, the house had, by this point, been converted into a co-op building with about 10 apartments. So, um, after the building's transformation, a resident mother and her daughter bumped into Twain's ghost perched on a window seat. (laughs) He approached the pair, saying, My name is Clemens, and I has a problem here I gotta settle. Thank you for the accent. And then he disappeared. So, he has a problem that he's got to settle, but he doesn't actually want to ask for any advice. So, okay, um, so he's a, a cliche ghost then. So, so he's, he's going got unfinished business. <laughs> with rats, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the problem is he's trying to settle, is was that wood flying <laughs> or was it a rat? And he but, just can't be laid to rest until <clears throat> he knows. <laughs> yeah, just someone needs to say, well, you're a ghost, mate, so work it out, and then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> you should like, know, you're a ghost. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, gone flies away (laughs) Um, Shania Twain plays softly in the background (laughs) (laughs) Um, don't impress me much (laughs) right I've still got loads to go here (laughs) I won't won't, uh, segue into Shania Twain that's that's the story for another day (laughs) alright house of death let's go Okay, so we got another one. Um, <clears throat> Jan Bryant Bartell and her daughter took up residency of a spacious apartment on the top floor in 1957. 
but Bartel reported almost immediately that a monstrous moving shadow would often follow her around the house. Um, one time she said that she had seen a ghostly figure of a man standing in a hall. Bravely, she reached out and tried to touch whatever she was seeing. She felt something, but nothing like she had felt before. She described it as a substance without substance. Chilly, damp. I could feel my fingers freeze at the tips. They were numb, and yet they tingled. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So she fingered a ghost. <laughs> yeah, she literally fingered a man ghost. Wow. She got <laughs> she got moist fingers afterwards. She got moist, but not moist, because <laughs> apparently there was no integrity to this uh, apparition. Yep. Hmm. Um, also, this is quite gross. Um, food not purchased by them and already rotting as if it had been sitting around for days would suddenly appear at the table. So she would just go in <laughs> so, and there'd be rotten vegetables just sitting there. So the ghost just comes in and puts out a spread. <laughs> yeah! Oh, what shame. It's Mark Twain. You know, He's putting out a spread for them. Mark Twain puts out a spread for his guests <laughs> and then it just goes mouldy and he's like, oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't check the dates. I really want to name the episode Mark Twain puts on a spread. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Because <laughs> people are going to be like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> yeah. Mark Twain. And then they're going to be like, oh my god, Shania, yes. <laughs> Let's go, girls. <laughs> right, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're also, they had a few small animals, so I'm guessing cats, dogs, ferrets squirrels um and they would also often become aggressive for no reason as if disturbed by invisible enemies in the building the ghost rats the ghost oh. rats so the the dogs and the cats are getting pretty pissed at the ghost rats <laughs> yeah that carry wood around <laughs> yeah, exactly. stop flying this fucking bit of wood about <laughs> when you when you told me that this place is called the house of death Mm-hmm. I was expecting some like pretty gnarly, terrifying <laughs> stories, and so far you've told me about a guy who could or could not be distantly related to Shania Twain. <laughs> he puts out rotten food for his guests. <laughs> There's also floating pieces of wood, and again, if you're a ghost, right, and you're trying to spook someone out, are you really going to just pick up a piece of wood and be like, Ooh. like I would pick up like a photo of them and be like, ah, and then scratch it or some shit. Well, like some the, paranormal activity stuff, you know? See, this is where I think part of this is people making up stories. Because in <laughs> 1897, that would be scary as fuck. But people are so sure. desensitized now with what they see on TV, that's not scary. So oh, Okay, yeah, fair enough. You're right. So that could literally, you know, back then, you know, a piece of paper mm-hmm. floating about would be the scariest thing they've ever seen. But now you could literally have, like, a fish slap you in the face and you're like, all right, mate, whatever. Yeah, hey, like, it's been done. I've seen it in a movie. It's not scary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's just, uh, actually. Oh, quick sip there. That's the tea. That's the just tea. Saying. It took a sip. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, mm-hmm. we still got loads of other stuff, so here we go. <clears throat> Let's go. Uh, Keep on firing through the house of death. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Bartel was a true believer after she saw that spooky shit. 
Um, and to investigate, she got a paranormal investigator to come in. So this was, what, in the 50s. Um, so the investigator proclaimed that there were upward of 22 spirits at the house of death. Um, so hmm. besides Mark Twain, he mentioned additionally a woman in... What colour dress? A white dress! Because of, of course. course it was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A young girl and, in fact, a grey cat. So we're just getting all those monochromes in there. Just throw yeah. them in. <laughs> um, a Russian blue. <laughs> oh, I love Russian blue cats. Anyway. A um, Russian blue. So Bartel decided to write about her experiences in the house in a manuscript documenting her psychic experiences, which is called... Spindrift Spray from a Psychic Sea, which was actually well-received. Um, and I'm tempted to buy it, because I think it would be really cool. Um, okay. So, Bartel did die shortly after completing the manuscript in mysterious circumstances. Ooh, it doesn't say what, but it does talk about suicide attempts, so I don't know if that's just not mm-hmm. actually mysterious at all, <laughs> and that she was just having a bad time. So, who knows about that? But, um, right, this next bit is very gruesome. So I'm just putting it out Mm. there that if you're all about true crime shit, stick about. But if you don't want to hear about the death of a six-year-old girl, then just skip this part, okay? So you've been warned. I don't want any fucking Mm. complaints from my mum saying that's disgusting. Right, you skip it, (laughs) mum. Mum, skip it. Skip it Have now. Skip. <laughs> Come on. Skip. Right. All right. Oh, <laughs> right. This, this doesn't sound fun. No. So um, this is going back to it being kind of like a cursed house. So there's some similarities with, you know, with Amityville House that when they're in there, they kind of change, especially the dad. He kind of changed the way he was. And yeah. I don't know. I think the guy's just a dickhead. But people are saying that it's something to do with the house that made him do this so um we're going to talk about the murder of lisa nussbaum i'm probably not saying that right but um so around 6 40 a.m 911 operators got a pressing phone call this is in 1987 um from children's author and editor hedda nussbaum she said that her six-year-old daughter lisa wasn't breathing so an ambulance was sent to her greenwich residence right away When the paramedics arrived, they were greeted by a disturbing scene. They found Lisa lying naked and unresponsive on the kitchen floor and her brother Mitchell tied to a playpen and soaked in his own urine. It's fucking horrible. Oh Um, my god. So Hedda herself was covered with bruises and had several broken bones. So investigators discovered that there was marijuana cocaine, hashish, over 20 crack pipes and $25,000 in cash at the apartment. So um, paramedics were unable to revive little Lisa on their way to the hospital and later her autopsy revealed the cause of her death was repeated blunt force trauma to the skull. So Hedda and lawyer Joel Steinberg, Lisa's father, were both arrested and subsequently charged with first degree murder. It was shown that a cocaine binge, Joel violently abused both Lisa and his wife. 
Hedda, and Hedda avoided a charge in exchange for testimony against Joel. So a jury found him guilty of manslaughter in the second degree and sentenced him a term in jail. And upon his release in 2004, he started doing construction instead of law. Um, an absolute arsehole. I want to say it's stronger word, yeah. but... Um, so th- this is the thing that I don't like. Like I said, is that some people kind of have put it into the house of death being, oh, that's made him do it. No, he sounded like an absolute dickhead that was a horrible person. Um, yeah. And, you know, to do that to a six-year-old is just fucking disgusting. It actually it's makes pretty, me angry. Yeah, you need to be a pretty fucked up person to do something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, so the hauntings of House of Death were also spreading to neighbouring houses on the street as well. Um, the apartment complex next door, residents started to notice flickering lights. Several residents reported a ghostly female figure in a long gown wandering a corridor. And Ooh, even a, res- <laughs> yeah, well, a resident photographer had apparently been seeing her float through doors for more than 20 years. <laughs> like, just imagine, just like walking out. You think oh, he maybe would have... You'd think he'd maybe stopped her, like, over 20 years, like, seeing this this woman float through doors. Like, you'd think he would have stopped once and been like, how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, like, show me. I mean, like, surely they're friends by now if they've been meeting for 20 years. Like, you'd just be like, here, I've always wondered. <laughs> well, also, it's the fact that it's a resident photographer, yet there's no pictures. Yeah. Like, come on, you'd have your camera on you at all times, ready to photo her. Like, come on. I totally if you've Bullshit. seen this more than once, you were going to be like, right, I'm going to try and take a snap. <laughs> yeah. But, but when in fact, he isn't because he's probably a phony photographer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you fucking bitch. Sorry. <laughs> a pre- pretender. A pretender. Um, anyway. But yeah, so it's the house is currently in private ownership and the building still has residences, residents in it today and continues to add stories of hauntings to the legends of paranormal activity in the house of death. Jesus. Thank you. So wait, <clears throat> is this actually in New York City or is it in New York State? It's both. It's New York, New York. So, um, yeah, Greenwich Village is a very fancy part of New York, if I know my New York, which I definitely do not. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very fancy. Like, it must be... Oh, at least four floors up, and you think that was a house built on its own for one person, like they Jeez. were minted. Um, yeah, that's pretty bougie. It is very bougie, and um, yeah. So, like most of the activity is from the really fancy, like double staircase and shit. I think it's a double staircase. I can't remember. You can um, imagine it is. If they're bougie, they got money. It will be a double staircase. They got that coin. They're gonna make nice fancy staircases. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a house of death. I don't know how I feel about that one. It feels like it's just lots of coincidences that have been thrown together, like, to kind of make it sound like the Cecil Hotel. Um, mm, maybe. It, it doesn't quite seem like it all connects, but... Live up to that. Apart yeah. from the woman who floats through doors, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> Mark Twain. Yeah! Let's go, Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, fine. So um, we'll swiftly move on from this 
pretend mm. haunted house. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. Sounds a bit phony. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, well, from New York to a very famous one, famous woman once said, from London to New York, <laughs> happy birthday, Miranda. You don't get it. You don't know the video. I'm sure some of our listeners will. Anyway, this next story takes place in Landan. 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 I can't believe you've not seen this video. Are you kidding me? The couple that are in the... Happy birthday, Miranda. (laughs) And she goes, loving you, missing your face. (laughs) So fucking good. It's in the Shard in London. When me and Daniel went in January, I was like, please come reenact it. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that. Because there was loads of people around. And I was like, please do it with me. (laughs) But I wouldn't. So... Dickhead. Um, okay, so we are at the Langham Hotel in London, England. Oh. So, this 153-year-old me, 153-year-old <laughs> hotel has long been a stable of high life in London. You are kidding me on. Literally legends, literally Oh my god, I can't talk. I got too excited when I saw it. <laughs> literally legends, Oscar Wilde and Mark Twain What? Have stayed here. Holy shit, that's so cool. That's spooky. That that's is spooky. spooky. That's spooky. As you can tell, I skimmed this story earlier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Mark Twain lived there as well. Love Fuck. that for him. Love that journey for him from yeah. London to New York. <laughs> Happy birthday, Miranda. Um so and the luxury accommodation provides a setting for a famous Sherlock story. A Scandal in Belgarvia by Arthur Conan Doyle. Hmm. We love him. You know, you know him. He Big wrote Doyle. Lost World and all that stuff. Oh, uh, okay. So, the ghosts. Mm. As... Oh, for fuck's sake. As Beffitt's one of London's finest five-star hotels, the ghosts that haunt the corridors here are a cut above the rest. Oh, they're bougie, bougie ghosts. <laughs> they're bougie ghosts. So reports have suggested that there are at least five ghosts in the five hundred room establishment, with with room numbers three hundred thirty three rumored to be the most haunted of all. Now that's a bit coinky dinky that it's three hundred thirty three, halfway to six six six, right? Bullshit. Yeah, Don't I know. Worry. It's complete. <laughs> It's absolute <laughs> bullshit. Um, so, given the given the size of the hotel and its history, you could potentially run into any number of spirits. Oh, sorry. However, your haunt. Oh, so they, there you go. Bump into them. Don't tip them. Don't try and make conversation because they'll disappear. Uh, however, your haunting encounter could potentially be the one be one of the Langham's most esteemed ghostly guests, such mm. as Napoleon the Third. I'm assuming. Hmm. Um, the first president of France god I don't know historical people I'm sorry first president of France or a German nobleman who was said to have killed himself in the hotel oh wow so I guess there's not a lot of info there as to uh, what actually happened to the ghosts but uh, apparently it's haunted Mm. there you go I'm wow, our guests are really our our listeners are really getting an earful tonight. Eh? They're so well researched stories, guys. No, I um, I'm still like reeling over the fact that Mark Twain was actually in both our stories, and we did not even realize that's, that's fucking mad. cool. I can't believe I total tripped over my words as well because I got so excited when I saw his name because I knew you were going to react like really like. Um, anyway, so this hotel has been. Uh, 
is now a Hilton oh. hotel. It's been rebranded in uh, 1991. After a £100 million refurbishment, the hotel remains one of London's most iconic hotels, which is hmm. stunning. We love a Hilton. We love Paris. Yep. You know Paris Hilton? I'm sure you've heard of her. I just. Remember I'm old. Mm-hmm. I know. I miss the simple life. I mean the mm. TV show. I don't mean before <laughs> COVID. But well. that as well. <laughs> yeah. Well... There you go. We've taken you on a little vacation to uh, some allegedly haunted hotels. However, I remain unconvinced. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, all of them are kind of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, those stories absolutely sucked. <laughs> I'm but so sorry, guys. The floating yeah. rats. The floating rats. The floating rats. Um, <laughs> Shania Twain. Sorry, Mark Twain. Shania Twain's brother, um, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Could be a long lost relative. Um... But, however, how exciting, finally, we have a story from someone. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, you forgot, didn't you? I did, completely. I actually deliberately have not listened to this, so I can be completely spooked. Oh. So who's it from? It's from none other than the world-famous Jack Guthrie's <laughs> mum. <laughs> Yeah, we're all big fans of Jack here. I feel, I feel like um, this sort of personal joke is getting a bit weird in a podcast because people are like, "What are they talking about?" Yeah, well, you know, the Guthrie family seem to be enjoying it, <laughs> so that's all that matters. We're hel- helping one family to enjoy a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thanks so much to Sarah's mum for sending this story in. I'm just trying to find it. I'm so sorry. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> um, you didn't come here for professionalism. You came here for spooky stuff. So uh, exactly, you get one or the other. You know, <laughs> you got just none. scrolling past. I'm just scrolling through the uh, group chat trying to find the audio. Um, <laughs> so I just need to, I just need to get past uh, the pictures of Robbie and Mary's cats that just dominate our lives. To be honest, yeah, that's that's all I have. That's <laughs> interesting to me, and all they do is climb trees and get stuck. <laughs> that's it. Um, alright I got him here (laughs) so uh, yeah this was sent in by uh, our friend Sarah's mum so here we go I'll just let you I'll just play it I think I must have been 12 or 13 and my brothers had been playing with Ouija boards so me and my friends decided that we wanted to try it I went to my Karen McGregor's house and we cut up some letters, put them on the table and started to say, you know, is there anyone there? And we were all very scared and we'd heard that if you put a silver ring under the glass in the middle, it was meant to make a difference. So we decided, once we realised that there was someone there, to ask if it was possible for them to get the ring, the silver ring, out of the glass. And we all thought, you know, the glass is going to rise up. That's what we all imagined was going to happen. But suddenly the glass were all 
sitting with her fingers on the glass and it suddenly started to spin and it was spinning really fast and there was no way we all could have done that in sync and it spun so fast that it just fell over and the ring came flying across the room wow spooky I don't mess with Ouija boards guys can we also say her having spooky music on Alexa in the background while she's recording that makes me so happy I am so appreciative of that. It has definitely added some integrity to this episode, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly that's that lovely. The amount of effort that went into that as well. Thank you so much, Guthrie family. Absolutely. Um, there's not. There's one more. <gasps> oh, yes. There's another one. There is oh. another one to see us out. Um, so, without further ado, here's the next one. friends and I, once again, we wanted to try and see if we could get a spirit coming to us. And we had all our letters set up on the table. And um, someone had this great idea, oh, why not let's see if the spirit can go inside Why not let's see if the spirit can go inside someone? And we're all saying, oh, no, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I can't do this. And they said that, you know, we'll see if they can draw something. So I was nominated, I was the youngest. So I just had a sheet of paper and a pencil and I sat there terrified and the pencil started to move. And I just thought, oh, my God, I don't believe this is happening. And it started to draw a curve and then eventually we realised it was a face and it kept going and it was like a captain's hat as well. And then we suddenly thought, my God, this resembles Hitler, but it was definitely a soldier of sorts and there was no way that I did this picture because of the way it was drawn just didn't make sense to any of us. So after that, we were also ter- after that we were also terrified that we ripped up all the letters and no one wanted to keep them. We were all so scared. Oh, <laughs> oh. there you go. That <laughs> one is proper scary, and I would have loved to have seen that picture. Yeah, no. Oh, but man. the way the way that um, they said it was drawn mm. wouldn't have made sense to us which is really creepy right yeah what does that mean hmm come on Sarah know. Sarah tell us <laughs> Sarah <laughs> you to tell us Sarah it's funny because you know she, you know she's listening to this so she's going to be absolutely <laughs> buckling laughing but also any of other listeners out there that are called Sarah you're welcome yeah. um uh, I was going to say Jack, but we know that that's someone's name. Uh, Jim, Jim, if you're listening, <laughs> hi Jim. Um, hi Jim. Hello Maurice. to Harry, um, Ben. Yep. Brian. Uh, Stacy. Oh, Stacy. Stacy's mum. <laughs> See, we're trying to make you guys more included because we feel like we have 
a lot of personal jokes that end up coming out on the podcast and they must be kind of like just sat like what um <laughs> what but yeah. uh, anyway um so even if you want to just like post your name on the facebook group then we'll just throw your name in there oh hi yeah, we'll shout you out we'll <laughs> shout you out why not absolutely yeah um so yeah Thank you so much for sending them stories in. We really appreciate it. And we would love to hear some more. So even if you want to just voice record it and send it to us, yep. we'll play it out on the, the Poddy C. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And thanks again for sending those in. So yeah, please send us, you know, we've got the emails and the Facebooks and the social medias of all sorts. All the bits and the bobs. Yep. Just send it to us. Send us whatever. Even if it's just like, oh, I saw a cat taking a shit yesterday. It's a story. We'll we'll read it. We'd like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, be scarier just... than anything we've spoken about on this episode, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a rat taking a piece of wood across the the garden. Yeah, there's well, some uh, made up made up ghosts from hotels in uh, England that you might see, but also <laughs> they might not actually be there. So you know, you never know. That's the that's the uh, the beauty of a ghost. Like, is it there? Is it not? Ooh. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs>